Hey everyone, it's Michelle and Elijah, and this is Spooky Shit. So this week we are going to be talking about California haunts. Yeah, and I'm going to start by talking about Doris Bither and the Entity House. And I'm going to be talking about Preston Castle. Warning, this episode may contain graphic details. Listener discretion is advised. Okay. It took all my willpower not to say, Elijah! (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, I forgot for a second and I was about to say Brandy. And I was like, wait, no. (laughs) We don't know him anymore. (laughs) I No, I have it written down on a little note so I don't forget to. (laughs) But uh, how's it feel? How does Elijah feel? Not bad. First thoughts? Not bad. Not too bad at the beginning? Yeah, I mean, just... It doesn't really feel like me. It's like okay. much. It's not like. It's not no Arlo. I'm like, yeah, it's not Arlo. It's, it's I'm like neutral. Like it's okay. It sounds good. It could like, I could get used to it, but like it's not like I like it. Feel cute. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we also discussed before recording that we, because we keep talking about tournament style, like bracket <laughs> competition, we're going to make one. I've Googled it, so I remember afterwards we'll make it and we'll share it on Instagram whenever we narrow some down. <laughs> Should be fun. I know. I'm actually so fucking excited. I'm more excited for that than like, even <laughs> our episode. I'm like, let's do a bracket. <laughs> but how have you been, Elijah? We haven't seen each other in two weeks. I know. We haven't seen each other actually in months but we haven't spoken in weeks. <laughs> true i haven't seen it's you since <laughs> i think since like after my birthday and you gave yeah, me yeah when i gave you the baby Yoda. yeah <laughs> holy shit it's been a long time it was like right after well, christmas actually yeah it, it was, was late a, it was late i think it was early january because i remember i gave you your christmas present that oh. i had no wait we're fucking stupid elijah you came over a few months ago because we called that guy who wanted to do an advertisement oh you're right i totally forgot about that <laughs> uh, if y'all were wondering it did not work out hence why there's still <laughs> no ads <laughs> it could have but it was a little pricey on our side yeah and it we was had weird. to like meet a quarter or some shit we were like bro we don't we don't have that many listeners i know they were like you buy any samples you want and if you get people to our website, we'll pay you a small percentage. And I was like, but I don't even, I don't even know what your product is like. And I'd have to spend my own money to get it. Like, this is and it, a bad It's actually, idea. like, really pricey. I don't know if, like, our listeners a, would. Mm. Yeah, it was weed, right? The it CBD. was weed or CBD? It was CBD. I thought that they had weed, too. They had, like, a crazy yeah, joint. Oh, yeah, they had, it was, I think it was, like, two like, grams. Yeah, it was like a two hundred dollar joint. It yeah, was that, that thing. It was, looked baller. It did. It was that shit was thick. It was really thick. But I was like, I don't even smoke, so I don't know how to advertise this. But I mean, yeah. did smoke the other week, so <laughs> getting pretty crazy lit. <laughs> you know, Leah texted me about it, and she's like, "Oh my god, you smoke now?" And I was like, "I smoke once." <laughs> and she was like. Are you gonna drink now too? And I was like, you know, <laughs> like I think drinking and smoking are very different yeah. in how they make you feel. Very, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, fuck no, I hated how I felt drunk. It was, it just felt weird. It felt so out of body. Well, that's why you don't get drunk. You just get buzzed. That was impossible for me. I only drank to get drunk. Oh, 
It was Not a short-lived me. drunk Michelle. <laughs> Not for you. <laughs> I don't think I ever was able to get buzzed. Everyone would always tell me that. And I'd just be like, mm, too late. And then plug my nose and take another half shot. Oh, you're like Chase hilarious, bro. Really? She's like yeah, that too? She's like, if she not well now she's like better about it because she doesn't mm-hmm. like being that drunk but yeah. be like there was a good moment where she would be buzzed but then like go a little bit past buzz and then oh, yeah. just knock th- things through and just like fucking go t- way too far been there Alaris. like i'm sorry Alaris. <laughs> been there. i'm sorry babe don't hate me but i'm gonna tell this story of yes, <laughs> I must know now. Now that you started I with that, I won't go into details because she hates when I tell the story. But the details after we record. <laughs> but basically, it was with Jesus and Leah. We oh. it was when we lived together. And oh my we, god, I totally forgot you all fucking lived together. <laughs> and they were roommates. <laughs> and they were roommates. That um, was really good. <laughs> but uh, we decided we were going out. I think it was like a Friday or Saturday night. And we went uh-huh. to out to Onyx, um, and it was like you have That's to pay. Club. Yeah, it's a, it's a, like a three level club, and Ooh, it's like okay. hip hop on top, and then it's like kind of like Bad Bunny style, like reggaeton, and then the Ooh. third level is like um, cumbia, like or it depends. The third level they usually like swap it around. They mix it up a little bit. Yeah, they mix it up. That sounds um, cool. It's actually it's one of my favorite clubs to go to. Just because I love like the hip, I don't know. It's just they play good music and it's the hippity hoppity. Yeah, is that what you're gonna say? <laughs> hippity hoppy. But yeah, Jesus and Leah left pregame, and I think I drove. Yeah, I drove because I was gonna I say drink. you were driving. I'm I, sure I, I didn't drink. Um, yeah. but yeah, they were like pregaming the whole time in the car. She drank like I think a tall can, and then also like they brought a bottle of. I don't remember what it was. It might have been New Amsterdam or Ciroc because oh. it might have been New Amsterdam because Jesus and Leah were like obsessed with that shit because it was cheap and like <laughs> they were literally like always freaking drink that. But they like oh mixed it with like Gatorade or like some um, sparkling water or something. Yeah. But yeah, they were drinking that and I was like, okay, let's go. Like we parked and everything. And then I actually snuck in. <laughs> I snuck in a bottle, the bottle of sparkling water. They like poured some more like. <laughs> I don't know if, what it was in it. The alcohol, yeah, the alcohol, and I snuck it in because, you know, I'm I don't pass as a man sometimes, so they don't really like pat me down or anything, <laughs> or because my ID says I'm female. So once like, it says Elijah, though, <laughs> they'll change everything. You got, you're right. You're getting patted down. <laughs> you're right. Um, but yeah, so I was able to sneak it in, no problem. And then we were literally like there just for like ten minutes. And then they were like, okay, let's go drink in the bathroom. <laughs> and I, we, me and Leah and Laris, we were on a stall. And Leah took a swig. No. And then there she was like, do you want some? And I was like, nah. And then Laris was like, hey, let me have some. And then she, like, drank some. And then gave no. back to Leah. Leah, like, took another sip. And then this woman, she was already, like, pretty buzzed. Oh, she fucking no. chugged the rest of that shit. And it wasn't a little bit. I was like... Oh, me and Leah looked at each other. We were like, oh, shit. Hilarious. I've been there. <laughs> and we went back out to dance. And she danced maybe for another, like, five minutes. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I don't feel good. I need to go outside. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> and we went outside. And I was just, like, trying to, like, stay. Because once you, like, leave the little, like, uh, 
Uh, it's a little leather? fence or whatever. Okay. Like you would have to get in line again and pay. So oh, I was just trying that. to have her outside and like, you know, get some Still air. technically in the club, yeah. not enough to get back in line. Exactly. But she was like, no, I gotta go. And then Jesus the security guard like let us through. And yeah, she sat down right there on like the side of the curb and she like was throwing up and then I was oh, like, oh no. Fuck. And she was yeah, like I done. Know. It was already like 20 minutes. <laughs> and she was done. And so I had to go tell Jesus and I was like, yo, like if you want, you guys can like continue partying and I'll take her to the car and we'll like wait for you guys. Like, you know, it's whatever. Yeah. And he was like, no, just let me like say bye to my friends. Cause I think, I don't remember if we like went there with them or Met we, them there, maybe? yeah, or like they just happened to be there too. But he was like, let me say bye. And then, yeah, I was like, okay, I'm gonna go get the car. Cause like she couldn't even like walk and stuff. But oh, but yeah. I hate that <laughs> That's happened to me for sure. But yeah. I like, I didn't get drunk that many times. But whenever I did, it was all within like a six month span. So it feels <laughs> like it was a lot. <laughs> yeah, that happened to me. I I went to an an old coworker's party actually. Whenever I was like working rent rental, whenever I was working retail, <laughs> it was <laughs> that was not the same. It was her birthday party, and I did the same thing where I actually felt anxious. So I was drinking to not feel anxious, which mm-hmm. is the worst thing you can do with anxiety. I mean, it helped, but I think that definitely leads to alcoholism for some people. <laughs> but uh, I was like drinking and stuff, and it was fine. And I tried Malibu for the first time, and I pulled in the Laris. They handed to me, there wasn't much left. They're like, drink it all. And I chugged the rest oh, of the Malibu. Shit. It was nasty, it was so gross. I don't even really remember the rest of the party. I think at one point I was like laying on her bedroom floor, like talking to one of my coworkers. Damn. Leah came to pick me up with, I think like her ex-boyfriend was there too. And they were trying to find my car because Leah was going to drive me home in my car. Mm-hmm. And I was like half asleep in the back seat, telling them to go down the wrong roads and just like pissing them off. Damn. And uh, whenever we got home, I have no recollection of how I got inside. I woke up in the morning terrified that my contacts were like, melted in my eyeballs i went into the bathroom and i had the knowledge my drunk knowledge to take out my contacts but i left them on the counter and they were all shriveled up and dry <laughs> that, that's the only time i drink out of a bottle like that yeah i i think the one time the only time i'm pretty sure i've only gotten drunk like two or three times mm-hmm. and the first really bad time was halloween we had a halloween party and i went a little crazy Oh no! How long ago was this? It was like it was when we used to live with Leon Jesus, so it was like maybe like two, three years ago. Leon Jesus were a bad influence on you too, apparently. <laughs> yeah, well, they actually didn't attend our party. They went to somebody oh. else's party or some shit. That's fucked up. They literally lived with you. No, I'm just kidding. They they did go to somebody else's party, but they did like end it with us, or they started it with us. I don't okay. remember. They were at your party at some. No, point. they they were there. Okay. Um. But yeah, it was just, we had a bunch of like mics and what's the other one? Oh, Smirnoff. We like bought a shit oh. ton. And I was like mixing them. And then some some people brought tequila. And I was like, and I was like twerking on the wall and shit. What? <laughs> you could not fucking imagine this shit. <laughs> yes, I get wild when I get buzzed. I like to That's dance. So weird. Well, what? Because when I'm not buzzed, like I get all shy and I don't dance but when i get buzzed i just really that loose and that's okay. why alaris like loves actually when i like, get buzzed because 
like You're i just party animal. yeah i wouldn't say party animal but like i definitely do let loose like i'm not overthinking shit like i'll literally just be like vibing and dancing yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was me too <laughs> <laughs> So sometimes oh I do like to drink and I'm like, fuck it, I'll just get a little buzz. And it's funny because it really doesn't take much for me <laughs> to get buzz. Well, yeah, you never drink. You're going to be yeah. a lightweight for sure. Like, I think for our Friendsgiving party, like two years ago or last year, I forget. Mm-hmm. I literally drank one beer and one shot of tequila. And you were and you I was buzz. Like, <laughs> Feeling yourself a little bit. <laughs> Actually, it might have been two shots of tequila, but it was... <laughs> but yeah that's fucking funny I cannot imagine you twerking on the wall after like two drinks <laughs> I'm glad that because I haven't gotten drunk in like five years the last time I did it was on my 20th birthday I didn't even make it to 21 and uh, now I've I'm very pretty comfortable dancing not drunk if it's dark like if it's like during the day then no and there mm. has to be a lot of people around because I'm not good at dancing by any means. I just think it's fun. No, yeah, that's so. that's me too. I, I prefer it to be dark when I'm not buzzed. Yeah. Um, like actually, a, well, pride I could do because pride's a fuck. Oh yeah, people. that yeah. There's hella people. Yeah. Um, but like my cousin's quince that we had gone to recently, it oh, was dark, yeah. so I was like hella vibing. Twerking on the wall. No, 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 say. no, not twerking on the wall. I wasn't buzzed. while your family. I was sober. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah. Elephant in the room. How was Florida? <laughs> I was wait. I've been waiting for you. We to got ask. too into our stories. <laughs> also, I have another question. Did you get contacts, or are you just not wearing your glasses? I got contacts. What? Okay, I've been wondering this since the beginning too, but I wanted to be in the podcast. <laughs> and then the drunk stories were too fun. Threw me off. <laughs> yeah, I got contacts, and I wore them today at work for the first time too, and everyone was like staring at me, and they were like, "Where's your glasses?" And I was like. <laughs> No contacts and they were like oh yeah whenever i was saying my story of dried up contacts i was like i wonder <laughs> yeah i got contacts well it's because i wanted them for florida because i was oh. like i am pretty sure i have to wear a mask and i was like i don't want to be fogging up my glasses and i like i want to like yeah. wear sunglasses because oh yeah you know it's fucking hot out there and i did go and i they gave me like the trial ones mm-hmm. um and I used those because the my actual prescription like didn't come until after. literally after I got back. I had to go pick that them sucks. up because they like sent it to my house, but my uh, address was kind of long, so a number got cut off. Oh, so they no. like sent it back <laughs> to Target, so I had to go pick them up. That's so annoying. But yeah, uh, Florida was really fun, really fun. Yay! It was. It was. It was literally a lot of fun. Like uh, I, we had a blast. Um, yes, I really I saw a lot of your Snapchat stories. <laughs> you looked fucking cool. <laughs> like I really don't have any complaints. Like, actually, I feel really? like the people were like actually way nicer over there, bro. Than California? Yeah. Ooh. It was. It was just really nice. Like people are like more willing to talk to you than over here. Over here, like. I feel like we just kind of stare at each other, but we never, like, try to make a conversation with, like, people in line and stuff like that. You're not wrong about that. If anyone tries to talk to me, I awkward laugh and look at my phone. No, like, I'm that's, like, I don't know how to talk. That That's how it is over here. Like, everyone's on their phone, like, in line, or they're only talking to, like, their little group. But yeah. over there, it's more, like, they're more friendly. Um, I have oh, cool. a few stories, but 
This whole podcast is probably gonna be Florida. I'm sorry. That's fine. <laughs> if you want to listen to the, the spooky shit, you might have to fast forward a bit. Yeah. But um, we just do a part two. And be like, <laughs> all right, now we're gonna tell our story. <laughs> just re- retitle this one. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Florida. <laughs> yeah, the California haunts is coming next week. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it was really fun. So we went to. We got there Friday, like afternoonish. We like got to the hotel. It was it was you know it was a cheap little motel, but it was nice. Like, mm-hmm. could, I mean, it was a little like nasty if you pay attention, but like it was yeah we we just did, we just decided to ignore it because we we're like what are we gonna do you know yeah um but yeah and then we went to go eat at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings because we were like fuck it you Classic. know stick to what we know and it was like down the street yeah not even a new Florida thing like <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings. No, we we really didn't do none of that um <laughs> and then Saturday we went to Disney Springs which is like a downtown Disney but like way bigger. Oh it's okay. actually really cool. Like, it's nice. But we actually noticed that we thought we would see, like, a lot more merch over there. Yeah. But it's literally, like, all of the same stuff we have here. Oh, damn it. I was going to say, tell me everything you got. I actually didn't get much because it's literally a lot of the same stuff. Like, um, I mean, Weird. there is a few stuff that they have over there, like the little orange. Um, oh, I've seen the little orange on, um, like phone pop socket yeah the little yeah. orange like bird um that's like huge they have a lot of shit of that like shirts and stuff like that i actually Aww. got the little shoulder buddy yay i um, love the shoulder ones yeah i have my whole little collection but um that was kind of like the main difference i saw um but like hats and stuff like i didn't even get a hat bro <laughs> that's literally your thing i know they i feel like they didn't have many options or it was a lot of the same ones that like already yeah. have i um, love that you have so many hats already <laughs> that you're like i literally could I, not buy a yeah, new hat I have it. <laughs> but i think the only two hats that i saw over there that I, they don't have here um was like a peter pan one and uh an up one which is like the wilderness oh. explorer but the Aww. only reason i didn't buy them was because it was like a like a kind of like a brightish green like Peter Pan's yeah. like outfit and yeah. then um the other one was yellow and I I just feel like I would never wear them so I didn't want to buy you them. were more black with like the colorful images on it I feel like yeah I Not mean that's usually hat, what right? I would do is I would do I mean if I were to wear it I would wear all black with like the pop of color up there but exactly I just I just didn't really like feel like it's whatever I'm not I yeah. was like am I really gonna wear it it's not good enough. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, we did that. Sunday, we didn't do shit. We just watched Squid Game. <laughs> How do you like Squid Game? Really good. It was did really you good. Cry on the Marvel episode. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. It's so you. sad. Sure. We won't say what happens. I mean, the entire show is literally a death game. So <laughs> you could guess if some people die. Know, but no. <laughs> you haven't watched Squid Game. It's really good on Netflix. You've yeah. probably already watched it. I feel like everyone in the world's already watched it. At this yeah, it's point. the number one show right now. It's fucking good. <laughs> um, if you've seen that, you should also watch Alice in Borderland. It's kind of similar. You told me to watch that. Yeah. I need to watch that. It's kind of similar. That one. Um, it's a different. It's from a different country though. Right? Yeah, it's uh, Japan. Japan. Oh, okay, cool. I'll watch that one next. I'm rewatching uh Haunting of Blind Manor. I already watched the Haunting of Hill House again. <laughs> yeah. Actually in the last episode. You were, you were snapping me. But oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Um 
And then Monday we went to Magic Kingdom, which is basically like Disneyland. It's it's literally like the same size as Disneyland, but it's like more oh. spread out. And it's the only thing that they don't have that we have is like Indiana Jones and Star Wars Land. Star Wait, Wars they Land. They have Indiana Jones? No, they don't. What? That's one of my favorites. Right? I was like, well, that's that cool is... to know. Yeah, that's so surprising. And then also Star Wars Land, they do have it over there, but it's in a different park. Oh, so you have to have a different pass? Yeah. Or, yeah, Dang. you have to go to a different park. And then Weird. Tuesday, we went to Universal Studios, and fucking Harry Potter Land was fucking amazing. That was the Snapchat story that changed my life and made me realize I you, have to go to Florida. You somewhere. have to. It's literally <laughs> sick. I it's texted Robert amazing. and was like, I'm so sorry, but we're going to have to go someday. <laughs> like, it's literally amazing. And the Hagrid's ride was like my favorite ride. Is it different than the Hagrid's ride here? There isn't I was one thinking here. The little, well, they have the little roller coaster. They have the hippogriff. Yeah. Oh, hippogriff flight. Yeah, it's not really Hagrid. It's yeah. like a full Hagrid ride. Like, oh my God, it's sick. They have the hippogriff over so. there too. But basically the ride here, or not here, over there it's um like his motorcycle and i'm already want to go so bad now it's it literally oh my god it's amazing but it's his motorcycle and then like the person next to you sits in like the little like uh side cart because he's so small and then um (laughs) it's literally every row like has its own motorcycle and side cart Oh my god. Uh, it was sick. And I was like, I was telling Alaris, I'm gonna go on the motorcycle side. Like <laughs> it's yes. happening. But yeah, I <laughs> loved it. It was like it was I don't even want to say what it was because it was like awesome. You just have to go it experience it. It's kind of like the Star Wars ride, how you can't describe it. True. <laughs> it sounds um, like But yeah, it was really cool. And then I didn't get on a bunch of rides because they were really big and I saw the Snapchat, so you're like, I'm a chicken. I'm a chicken. Not only am I a chicken, but I also am like super prone to motion sickness. Like, all right, so a really sickly chicken should not go Like loops, like literally fuck me up. Like the head rush of it, like gets me like so nauseous and like, uh, it just my body doesn't agree. (laughs) Can you go on the Incredicoaster? I can, but like. The loops really do, like, after the loop, or, like, after I get off, like, I don't really feel good. Oh, and that's, like, people make fun of that compared to regular roller coasters. Yeah. That's a smaller roller coaster. Exactly. So. I do feel like as I'm getting older, though, roller coasters are scarier. And I'm like, this is enough. I mean, I'm just, I forgot what ride we got on that I actually did get a little motion sickness. Oh, it was at Hollywood Studios the next day. It was on. Oh, so I'm like Aerosmith um, ride. What the fuck? What is Aerosmith? <laughs> it was like ride? it was like rock and roller coaster or some shit, like rock and oh, roll. And basically, so like the ride, um, like you go into this room and they talk to you and they're like trying to get you to their concert really fast. So you yeah. go into this like car, but it's like a little like you know roller coaster. Little ride, yeah. And it was kind of like space because it was in the dark, but it had loops. And that after that ride, I was like. I literally, like, we had to sit down for, like, an hour because I literally, oh. <laughs> it fucked me up. Oh, my God. I was, like, 
I was like, because it's kind of like space. It's in the dark and it goes really fast. And I'm I'm good with space. Like I can ride space like a bunch of times. Well, Space Mountain doesn't loop. Yeah, exactly. I was like, <laughs> that's the difference. That's how I know the loops fuck me up. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. But it was actually like it was a cool ride. Like I'm glad I went on it. So like I knew what it was. Now like I probably won't get on it ever again. <laughs> you had the experience once. That's enough. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Star Wars Land is way better over here. Yeah. Um, over there, it's kind of small. Oh, weird. Like, it's kind of like half of it. Like, we have way more over here and, like, more detail to stuff. Oh, that's cool. And We're then, winning it somewhere. Yeah. And we have um, Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah. And then Animal Kingdom, that's where Pandora is and all that for the Avatar. Okay, they have an entire Avatar ride? Yeah, they I actually have that... two. They have two? Yeah. What the fuck? I was so confused watching that because I kind of forget that movie exists. We're talking about the blue <laughs> avatars, not Avatar oh, yeah. The Last Airbender. God, I wish there was an Avatar The Last Airbender ride, though. That'd be That'd fun. Be cool. Like, you're riding Appa. <laughs> That'd be dope. But I saw that, and I was like, what is this? Yeah, it was Avatar. So the there's one ride, and it's like, it's called something River, and it's kind of like mm-hmm. pirates. Like, you just go on a little boat, Aww. and it, like, takes you. It's actually really pretty, like, the the land of the pandora or whatever yeah yeah in the movies it's fucking sick looking <laughs> and then the other ride it's called like avatar flight or something like that and you ride on the banshees <gasps> and it's actually pretty cool like you kind of see it, it's almost kind of it's not like a motorcycle but it's almost like that and uh-huh. you like sit and put your feet like all the way in and then like the what's it called like the security thing the like handles kind of that go over you to hold you down kind of the security like whatever but it comes up behind you and it locks your legs in and you're like but what the it's weird it's weird i don't i don't know if i've ever been on a ride like that me i haven't but it was interesting (laughs) because i was like what the fuck's gonna happen and then like (laughs) it's because like like, no literally because like um we were like facing a wall and i was like the fuck (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then like the lights they turn off the lights and then like the it like opens and <gasps> it kind of like pushes us out into a big screen kind of like soaring oh so cool and yeah it was a lot of like all of that like it feels like you're flying too because it like moves and then tilts and yeah it tilts and shit and i actually had to close my eyes because that fucks me up too like it's oh, just no. so much going on like visually that like my brain gets like uh, overwhelmed yeah you're like i must throw up no like literally so i don't oh really God. go i don't go on soaring either and if i do go on it like i literally close my eyes the whole time that's so funny i thought soaring would have been chill for you no, <laughs> i would have never guessed that it's not <laughs> it's just like too many like cut scenes i guess no i could see that <laughs> right it's just too many transitions that my brain's like too oh, much fuck. motion yeah the, exactly like in your eyes and your body's moving separately too <laughs> too much motion why you just like space mountain you're just sitting in the dark going fast yeah, or i like like fucking pirates of the caribbean yeah well yeah you're just on a slow boat <laughs> oh <laughs> actually i think the pirates over here is way better too because over there um it honestly felt like quicker like it felt oh. short it felt way shorter i don't know here's like 15 minutes or something right yeah over there i swear it was shorter alara says i'm tripping but like there's literally like over here, there's literally a whole scene that they don't have over there. Oh, 
Really? Like the whole scene with the bed and like the crossbow and like the piano. That, oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah. That scene isn't over there. That's weird. Like I think the way it starts, it literally starts with the boat fight. Oh, okay. They just jump right into yeah, it. Yeah, like, they literally just jump right <laughs> into it. And then you go into the scene with the female pirate and then, like, like the end of the ride of the other one. That's so odd. They just, like, skip a big part of it? Yeah, and then it goes, like... Um, oh, they also don't have... Oh, actually, they did. Never mind. The Jack Sparrow at the end. Oh, when yeah. When you're, like, going I up. I never really go on Pirates of the Caribbean because I had a panic attack on it when I was 16 and I Aww. still think about that. I went with Robert a couple years ago, but whenever we go with other people, I'm like, no, because I'll shit myself. <laughs> and the logic's not there for sure. I'm talking about in therapy. It's fine. But <laughs> the, oh, fear's yeah. the fear's there. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was really fun. Um, Epcot was pretty cool, too. We did the... Oh, you did the drink around the world? Yeah. Well, they did. Did you drink? No, I didn't drink. Okay. <laughs> I drank, like, little sips here and there um, yeah. from Alaris's, but it, it was cool. Like, they had good food. I was eating a lot of food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wanted to ask. They have Ratatouille area? Yeah, they in, in France. France. In La France. Eh, oui, oui. <laughs> <laughs> but it was actually the first day they were opening the ride. And we really? we woke up at seven that day, and it was like nice. we got lucky enough to get into the queue, and yeah, so we like got to ride it on the first day it opened, which is like awesome bragging rights. Dude, <laughs> but it's actually it was it was a really cool ride. It was cute. Oh, I, I like Ratatouille. Yeah, uh, it was basically like you were a rat. It was like a, You're a little rat. Like you were. That's so cute. Well, it was, it's actually like I feel like the newer rides are gonna be like this, but it's like the same kind of technology as Star Wars, with like the oh. little cart and then it like goes, but it, there's no track. <gasps> what I want to go do this right now. I want to be a little mouse just yeah. on the track or trackless. Trackless, <laughs> and it's like that, and it kind of takes you to different rooms, and there's like different scenes, and you oh, wear like three so cool. D glasses. Oh my gosh. But yeah, it was really cool. I was like, yo, that was cool. Like, that was sick. That's so sick. It was cute. But yeah, literally, we we definitely treated ourselves. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Ooh, did you? Yeah, With we. food, not merch. Yeah, food. We did nice. buy some stuff. Like, I bought three shoulder buddies. Oh, we got the orange. What else did you get? I got zero, which I've never seen over here. Zero? From oh, Nightmare Before wait. Christmas. Oh my god! Yeah. I've never seen. I want to get a tattoo of zero. I just oh, don't really? know how it work. I really want to. You should. <laughs> I want to look like whitish. I should. Well, maybe when Twitch takes off a little bit more. <laughs> but yeah, I got him, and then I also got a banshee from Pandora. Oh my god, that's so cool! Mm-hmm. Um, what so else jealous. did I get? We did get like just small stuff. Like I got these like rocks, um, from Star Wars Land, and they. Mm-hmm. They just say, like, little quotes on them. From Star Wars? Yeah, from Star Wars. That's so cute. Oh, my gosh. Um, what else did I get? Got, we like, got some pins. Stuff. Oh, my God. We actually found um, a trans Mickey head pin. Uh, what? Uh, a Mickey head pin, but it was with uh-huh. the trans flag. Oh, shit, really? Yes. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, so I I had to get it. Oh, obviously. <laughs> I'm surprised that we don't have that here. Yeah, I've never seen that. Like, usually it's just like the rainbow one. 
Yeah, I know the generic one. Yeah, the generic <laughs> rainbow one, and I was that like, all the children buy because they're just like, I like rainbows. I'm like, you don't even know what it means, dumbass. But yeah, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh my god, look! And they had, they also had the lesbian flag and the bisexual. <gasps> what? Mm-hmm. Did Alaris get one too? Yeah, she did. Yeah. <laughs> and then if I anything I see with the bi flag, it's so rare. I'm like, I have to get it. Oh, I got more mugs. Oh, okay. What got, about the mugs? This is the part I'm most excited <laughs> for right now. I got a new Star Wars one. It's kind of a tall one. Mm-hmm. It's, it's nice. And it just says, um, shit, I forgot. But it has a little Stormtrooper head on it. Oh, that's cute. And then we got a little like uh, espresso-sized mug from Ratatouille. <gasps> oh, my god, That's cute. And then so what's the other one we got? Oh, Alaris. These mugs did not make an impression, <laughs> clearly. No, it's Alaris's mug. She got, like, a dog one. A little dog? Like, uh, you know, I don't know if you remember, but they usually have, like, a dog section, and it says, like, dog lovers, and they just have dog, dog, dog shit. Well, they have a little cup, and it just has a bunch of, like, Disney dogs on it, like, Dalmatian. Oh God, like yeah. I thought you meant real dogs. That's why I oh, looked so no. confused. I was like, why? No. <laughs> And just that, and then we got a few more pins. We got like a limited edition uh, Ratatouille Ooh. pin. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, like there was only there's only a thousand out there, I guess. And we got oh my one. God, um, one in a thousand. What else? What else? I can't really think. It's been more like smaller <laughs> stuff though. Yeah, it's just smaller stuff. Like we didn't really bring anything big. Did you see any alligators? I did not, actually. They were hiding from you. They were hiding. It's because um, they're waiting for me. They knew that if you didn't see any, I would go to Florida, and then they could <laughs> fucking kill me like they want. <laughs> but yeah. Plan. It was really fun. I mean, just the last day we went to, it was Epcot. That was, like, our mm-hmm. last park. And that day I wore jeans, and it was it was really hot that day. Yeah, that sounds brutal. The other days, I would have been wearing shorts every day. <laughs> I did wear shorts every day before that, and it wasn't that bad. Like it wasn't that hot. Yeah. Um, and then the but, one day you decide yeah. to wear pants, suddenly hot. <laughs> yes. Well, and Naturally. because because at that part they don't have really have much shade either. Uh, versus the that. other parks, like there's a lot of trees. Like there's a lot of areas with shade. Yeah. Oh, also at Universal they have this like big ass ride called the Velocicoaster. Like and, a dinosaur thing? Yeah. The like oh. Jurassic Park. Um But I almost got on that one. But it did mm-hmm. look really in- like big and like long. And they looked like you like twist and turn hella and like there was loopy. Yes, loopy and stuff. And I was like, uh, maybe I'll still do it because I was taking motion sickness pills and I also bought like Aww. these little wristbands like to supposedly He's help. Like such a dad showing up. <laughs> <laughs> I took my motion sickness medicine. Sheesh. Don't call me out like that. I know. But yeah. Um, and I was like thinking about going on it and then we were like uh, running because it was only like 15 minutes and it the whole day we were checking the app it was like on and off. Yeah. And so we were heading towards there and some guy was like because he heard us talking about it, I guess. And then some guy was, like, walking by, and he was like, I've been on over 100 roller coasters, and this is the most intense one I've ever <gasps> been on. And I was like, all right, that's my cue. I ain't getting on this ride. 
<laughs> the medicine's not that good. Yeah. And so I just waited outside for them, and they told me afterwards that it was really intense, but they, they could handle it, and they loved it. Okay, so that guy wasn't the most brave roller coaster rider. No, I mean, like, it, they did say it was was really intense, but, like... You wouldn't have been able to yeah, handle I wouldn't, it. I, I, I probably okay. would have been done for the, I would I would have had to go back to the hotel. Oh, my God. But Well, shit, I'm glad that person fucking eavesdropped on you right? guys. I was like, Russell oh, would have been screwed. All, these, all the medicine, all the bracelets to help you, not enough. <laughs> But yeah, it was it was really cool. Um, trying to think what else. I want to go now. Oh, there's actually a lot of like Latinos out there in Florida. Yeah, not a lot of Mexicans, but like uh, no, Dominican. Say California. Yeah, California yeah. has all the Mexican people, and Florida has all people from over there. Yes, like there's <laughs> there's a lot of Cubans, Dominican, yeah. Dominicans. Um, what was the other one? They also have like a lot of like Venezuelan. People from Venezuelan, Hondureños, Salvadorian, like they have like a bunch, and also Jamaican. Oh, Um, oh, Jamaica is really close to it, huh? Did you talk about that? I don't remember. Yeah, actually, yeah, you're right. I was like, I could be thinking the wrong area, but I think because whenever we're talking about Bermuda Triangle, I think we were shocked at how much we were mentioning Florida. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, there was a lot of like people. Nice. because we had to do Uber and Lyft because we didn't want to yeah. rent a car or anything. And then most of them weren't that bad because we were, like, splitting it between all of us. Yeah. It was, like, less than $5 per ride for all of us. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. It That's was pretty way cheap. way better than rental. <laughs> the, the only thing that was expensive was, like, the initial from the airport to our hotel. Yeah. Probably still cheaper than a rental car, though. Yeah, definitely. But, um, yeah, most of our Uber or Lyft drivers were, like, we got, like, a Jamaican driver. We also got, like, a Cuban. Like, we literally got, like, one of everything. (laughs) I was like, that makes me feel happy. I feel like whenever you hear about Florida, you just hear about crazy racist white people in Florida. So I'm like, oh, thank God. Actually, New York. (laughs) And they had the trans Mickey thing and stuff. Oh, my my God. I didn't tell you about the story when we first literally got off our Lyft. So what? we had literally just checked in or like yes. checked in and we got our room key and we were walking to no no actually that was as soon as we got out of out of the lift car um there was like this crazy there was this truck and there was this white guy hanging out in the back of the car like they were just started like they sped by us and the guy uh, was like screaming at the driver and was like stop the fucking car like stop the fucking car and then we were like what the fuck and then You're like i'm already gonna die i just yeah got here. and then we just all looked at each other and we were like welcome to florida <laughs> <laughs> um and then yeah she, we like checked in and everything we got our room key and we were walking to our room and then we saw the like truck come back and like there was police there and everything we were like oh shit what yeah. the fuck were they doing? I don't know. I was like, uh, sus. But it was so funny. We were like, whoa. We were like low-key a little scared because like, we don't oh, know yeah. what's going to happen. All right, that's the kind of shit that you hear about happening in Florida. Yeah. And also, oh like, near our hotel, there was a bunch of stores with, like, American flags and, like, they, where they sell, like, um, American gear and stuff. Uh, like, yeah. American flag stuff. And we were like, yeah, oh, okay. We were okay. 
<laughs> we were a little scared, but honestly, we ran into a lot more Latinos than white people. Oh, good. You weren't in, like, the redneck part of the town. Yeah. Well, you were close enough for their stores. Yeah. But, <laughs> but we actually, like, didn't really encounter any racist people. Thank God. Like, thankfully, we avoided the whites there. No, for real. <laughs> um, but it was, oh, it was I'm cool. So glad. It was really cool. Like, but now that we know and we've been there, we do know, like, we could do a few parks in the same day. Ooh. Like, um, Universal Studio. No, 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 no. Hollywood Studios and like yeah. what was the other one? When you I went to like twenty five places. I went to five Epcot? parks. Epcot? I forgot which. Oh, I think it was Magic Kingdom because it was kind of small. Like we finished on those days pretty early because like we did everything we um, wanted to type thing. Yeah. And like now for like future reference, we know we can go to those parks in like the same day and like park hop, you know. But yeah, it was it was really cool. That sounds so cool. I need to go. Yeah, I'm scared because as soon as you start winning me over, you're like, "But there was this crazy person at the beginning," no. and I'm like, "But that was <laughs> literally it. The rest of it was like that was it, and that was just a weird like a uh, thing to see. But like other than that, like I have literally no complaints. Like it was, hey, it was awesome. The people were I'm like so pretty good. nice. Um, oh. Yeah, actually, on Epcot, on our last day, um, we were going back to, oh, because we did a lot of fine dining, like, (laughs) like, because at Universal, or fuck, keep saying Universal, it's Hollywood (laughs) Studios. Yeah. So on the days that we were, like, finishing early, we did, like, fine dining, like, we reserved at the fancy restaurants and, like, ate some, like, tenderloin (laughs) and shit. Oh my god, fancy. But yeah, at Epcot, it was like getting close to our reservation. So we were like, let's just head back to France because we booked it there. Yeah. And we had stopped in the UK to go use the restroom. (laughs) I love how you say this. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we stopped in the UK and we were like chilling, like waiting for each other to like finish. And Miguel, my wife's cousin, was like sitting next to the big uh, red telephone booths yes and he was just sitting there like waiting for us on his phone and he had my phone and so i walked over to him and then this like lady she just like sat down and she was like hey i'm gonna sit down right next to you and he was like okay and (laughs) then she like started talking to us and was like you know like you guys from here and like all this stuff and we're like no we're from california and she's like, oh, really? Like, I've been there. It's so pretty. She's like, where? Like, what part? And we were like, San Diego. And she was like, oh, I haven't been there. She's like, I've only been to LA and uh, San Francisco. I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, we were just started talking to her. And, and um, her friend was next to her, too. And they were, I guess, there for her bridal or bachelorette. Oh, cool. But, yeah, they were just telling us how um, she's like, I'm actually already married but we kind of did it backwards. They're basically, she basically <laughs> did what we're gonna do is we got married yeah. at like a courthouse and now they're finally gonna actually like have like the whole wedding. Oh, that's so <laughs> But yeah, she was telling us like, I'm doing it backwards. Like I'm already married, but I'm doing my bachelorette and we're like actually gonna have like a wedding now. I was like, that's cool. Oh. Like, <laughs> um, That is what you guys are gonna do, huh? When do you think you're gonna do that? Not another few years. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, when's this party that I'm invited to? I don't know. In 2025? Yeah, maybe. 
we'll see. <laughs> um, but yeah, and they were they were actually like Cuban and Dominican, and she was oh, nice. like one of them was like actually like half half and half, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, we were just talking to them, and they were like asking how old we were, and then we we're like, oh, we're like in our twenties, and she's like, damn, she's like. You guys are young. She's like, you guys don't know what it's like. And we're like, how old was she? They, they were like in their thirties, and she oh, was, she was so like, not even that much older. Yeah, she's, she, she wasn't that much older. And she was like, I have two kids. I've been married to my husband for like eleven years. And she's like, I'm Holy a, shit. I'm a teacher. And like, they were just, we were, they were like tips. They were like kind of buzzed, and they were trying to like sober up, I guess. Yeah. Um, so but it was cool because like one of the the bride. She was just like, I'm so tired. She's like, <laughs> she's like, you guys don't understand. You're so young. She's like, it doesn't matter. Whoever says age is just a number, they don't, they're lying. <laughs> she oh was like, God. it doesn't matter what shoes you wear, like what what precautions you take. Like when you're tired, you're fucking tired. And she just kept I feel saying like I that. I already get like that. Yeah, I'm me like, too. Am I old now? Yeah, but she was just like going off. We're not going off, but she was like, she just kept saying that she was tired and then like like girl go take a nap no yeah and then they were just like physically tired like her feet hurt oh so that she was sitting down and then we would start talking about like something else and then she was like yeah but i'm tired and then i was like okay so moral of the story you're tired (laughs) but they were they were really cool ladies um that's good and then we like we're talking about like mexican food and stuff because she was saying nice. how they're from Miami, which is like oh. three hours away from. We were in Kissimmee, Florida, or Orlando, Kissimmee. Okay, I don't know, it was some little city out there, next to Orlando. Yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, they were just telling us how they like love Mexican food and how they went to Vegas one time and they told their driver like take us to eat some good like mexican food and they did and the they, driver drove them to yeah, san diego no. <laughs> they said they went into like the middle of nowhere to this like taco shop but it was like the best tacos ever nice and then she was saying how like our spanish is a little different because i, I kind of i kind of was like speaking spanglish and then she was oh, yeah. like asking like where my parents are from and i was like mexico and then she that's when she was telling me that she was half Cuban and Dominican and just uh-huh. we were talking about the different Spanish and but yeah, she was saying how most Californians are Mexican, like what you were saying. Yeah. And then from Florida, like she they were telling us that it's literally like a whole melting pot of like everything. Oh, that's so cool. And like she said in Miami especially, it's like huge melting pot and that like I was like, Yeah, I think I've actually heard that about the Miami. Yeah. Before. And she said like whatever food like you want like mediterranean like whatever uh cuban food like just literally all types like you could find it in miami anywhere i fucking love that i was like that's cool <laughs> that's so cool but yeah so they're moving to florida is where this no, conversation's ending. definitely not we talked to them about that because they were like it's so expensive out there i'm like yeah it is, but like honestly, I would never leave California. And then they were telling us that actually out there, I guess, is the second most expensive state. That's what they were telling us. Florida is. Yeah. Whoa. And she I said it's that. like just as bad out there. And she says that. And they have hurricanes. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll stay in California. I don't think I'll ever leave. And then they were. Yeah. One of them was like telling us that she actually thought about moving out here. Oh. Um. 
that her job, like, if she worked over here for the same shit, she would get paid, like, way more. But also, like, rent and everything is more. So she was like, yeah. well, it's the same shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they were really cool ladies. And um, I'm glad you made friends while you were there. Yeah, it sucked. Because they were like, oh, we're going to go ahead. I forgot where. She's like, if you guys want to, like, come join us. And we were like, damn. Aww. We were like, we actually have a reservation for dinner. Or else we, like, totally would. And they were like, dang. And yeah, we went our separate ways. And then... But clearly they made an impression on you. Yeah, they did. <laughs> and I'm sure we made an impression on them, too. Because yeah. we actually were, like, leaving. Because we were tired. Mm-hmm. Like, we were we were good. Like, we did everything we wanted to do. And um, the park was closing. So we were heading out. And we actually ran into two of them. And oh, then she great. was like, oh, my God. Hey, guys. And then she was like, <laughs> she, she was still, like, you could tell she was still buzzed. Because they were still drinking. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, wait. She was like, can I borrow one of your guys' phone? She's like, mine died. And, like, I don't know where my group went. And I was like, <laughs> I was actually on my phone. So I was literally like, yeah, here, you know, here you go. And so she, like, called her, her like, group or whatever. Her group to be like, please find me. Yeah. And then they, she, her other friend was like, put her on speaker. And so she did. And I'm like, they were standing right next to me. And then she was like, hey, I found my friends, our friends from California. And they let me borrow their phone. And then I was like, aw. That's so cute. I was like, that's cool. Like, it's, it's, it's nice to, like, meet people like that. Like, I don't know. It's nice to, like, just meet people in general and, like, hear, like, kind of a little bit of their story. Yeah, what they're doing, like, yeah. all the way across the country. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I feel like that lacks over here. Like, you yeah. do get, like, hella people from everywhere, but, like, nobody talks to anybody. You know what I mean? We're antisocial bunch <laughs> over here, that's for sure. But, but over there, it's just more, like, friendly. Was it, do you think a lot of people who are friendly were actually from Florida, or were they also, like, tourists? I think there were some tourists, too. There was actually a lot of people from oh. different places. I heard a lot of different oh, yeah, languages. Oh, that's so cool. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, Epcot was pretty cool, and it was kind of interesting, because, like, in each, like, area, like, in the UK, there was actually, like, workers that were from the UK. <laughs> They're like, I know it well. And, like, <laughs> in China, too, there was, like, workers that were from China. That's so I cool. was like, yo, that's like crazy. That's cool. How funny. They were like, I like this area. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was really fun. I think if you can, you should definitely go. I know I don't want to now. You changed <laughs> my mind. You truly only do hear bad things about Florida, but Yeah, you really do. <laughs> um actually I think on our way home, Miguel, my wife's cousin, was like talking about how if you look up your birthday and like at, oh, that's like yeah. Florida man article yeah. you are yeah <laughs> yeah and then so we but, did it for all of our birthdays and yeah for no. sure there was everything for all of our birthdays I think I've read that like because of their laws they're able to like release more criminal activity like that or some shit really? so that's why it seems like they're getting fucking insane because they can talk about it and we are not allowed to or something like that damn so basically, everyone has insane people. It's just they're more open about it. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, honestly, I didn't really see a bunch of crazy shit like that. I'm glad. It was, it was pretty mellow. It was chill. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. We had a lot of laughs. Like, 
it was just so much fun. I'm really glad. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was amazing. I'm jealous. I'll talk to Robert about doing that eventually. <laughs> yeah, it was. I don't know when. <laughs> it was really cool. Like, Leah and Jesus definitely missed out, bro. <laughs> Why didn't they go again? I don't know. Ask them. <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs> First, they told us they didn't have money, and then they went to Hawaii again. I was like, didn't they go on a trip right <laughs> after that? And then Leah just said that she was going to be working by then. And I mean, to be fair, she did. She is working. But I don't know. There's that. But she only just started like last week. So she <laughs> she definitely could have gone. Yeah, but I mean, I guess because they already had gone on their trip. They didn't want to like waste more money. I guess so. I don't know. Probably just didn't want to go and we're trying to. I mean, we'll see. She'll probably listen to this and be like, actually. <laughs> Yeah, well, and she's because she's actually, yeah, I remember now she was saying that because um, Cherie's wedding and like the bridal shower and all that, she didn't want oh, yeah. to, like, so I guess it was wedding a, is expensive. Yeah, that's what she was, yeah, that's that's why I remember now. That's why she yeah, said no, she not, was like, no, I'm not ever doing this again. I already told <laughs> Leah, I was like, I wouldn't be your bridesmaid. <laughs> Damn, I'm not even really gonna be a bridesmaid. So, my one of my older sisters is getting married on Halloween, and I'm a bridesmaid. But I had a panic attack thinking about standing up there with her. So I'm going to wear a matching dress and sit with everyone else. <laughs> and she's just going to be missing someone up there. And I'll take pictures. But yeah, I'm not not really a bridesmaid. Damn. So I was like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, that, now that I remember, that's why they said they wouldn't go. Yeah, it's expensive, man. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. You'll know soon in a few years whenever you decide to do all of it. I mean, I guess. I would... <laughs> I don't know. Why is it so expensive? That's confusing to me. I don't know either, but the bridal shower, like, me and Lee each paid over $100. I think the bridesmaids put in, like, probably $100. The other ones, like, her friends. And then my sister paid even more than the rest of us. And I'm like, I literally don't understand where this money has gone. <laughs> like, what what happened? Is it because they have a balloon arch? Is that where all the money is? Why did we get a balloon arch then? Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. But, yeah. They definitely missed out because it was really fun. <laughs> yes. But maybe they can go next time. <laughs> All right. If we ever go, I'd probably want to go if you guys went. I wouldn't want to go alone, just the two of us. It would feel a little too weird. I mean, I think it's fun with more people. Yeah. And it's a little cheaper because really you can like... With more people. Yeah. And it's you could like literally split everything. So it's like makes it kind of cheaper. Oh, yeah. True. I'll definitely have to do that whenever we go. I'll hit you up. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. Anything else you'd like to add? I don't think so. I talked about, I'm pretty sure I talked about everything. Took okay. a lot of pictures and videos. Uh, there was this one funny moment where I literally like was like crying of laughter and snorting. Yeah. Um, it was when we were at Disney Springs. Um, yeah. We went to the Rainforest Cafe. Oh, cool. Well, we didn't eat there, but like we went to the little store they had. And they had yeah. a photo booth, and <laughs> um, my wife's cousin Danny and his girlfriend like got in there and they took pictures and stuff. And then we were like, "Let's try to all fit in there." And it's actually small as fuck. So yeah, <laughs> me and Danny were like sitting down, and that that already kind of took up most of the space. And then Alaris <laughs> sat on my lap, and then his girlfriend sat on his lap, and then Miguel mm. like he was like, "Bro, I'm not gonna fit in there." <laughs> <laughs> and yeah he didn't but 
we had so much like laughs because look trying to fit five people into one yeah like there's it took a video of us oh jesus christ and like he's literally (laughs) just his face in there oh my god but it was just so like it was definitely like my favorite memory because it was just so funny like i literally laughed so hard I'm so glad. I think this was a very well-deserved break for you. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I was super happy I went. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Good. But that Yeah, we literally just had a bunch of laughs. Like it was it was really fun. Nice. <laughs> it's good. And I feel like we all got a little closer. It was like really like truly bonding time. Florida bonds you. Yeah, it does. <laughs> well, I mean, we literally spent that. what was it? like eight nine days together oh my god that's so much longer than i realized we literally slept in the same room like we good thing you guys didn't like fight uh, some people probably can handle that that's true but we're not the type to like fight like we none of us like had any type of argument or not well me and alaris oh good did have a little oh you did but <laughs> it lasted a little bit because i was like well that's what that's when she was like drinking so she was kind of emotional Yep. But other than that, like, we had, like, no problems whatsoever. Like, it was chill as oh, fuck. Good. Like, we get along pretty well. And we were actually talking about it before the trip. We were like, I don't, like, foresee anything, like, happening that would, like, get us mad at each other or something. And yeah. nothing really did happen. Good. That would have like, been kind of stressful. Yeah. <laughs> Stuck in one room. <laughs> I mean, it's because we all kind of just kind of go with the flow. Like, we don't really, like, trip about anything. Like, we all kind of have the same, not personality, but, like, vibe, I guess. You're all just hanging out. Yeah, we're all just chilling. Chilling. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, there was... Precisely. We were literally chilling. There was no... I can't complain about nothing. Oh, my gosh. I mean, good. Yeah. <laughs> well, 10 out of 10, then. Definitely. Florida. 10 out of 10 would recommend. If anyone's been to Florida and had bad experiences, specifically with alligators, let me know. So <laughs> I, could justify I my fears. didn't see one at all. Because they're hiding for me to go so they could eat. I me. think, actually, I lied. I did see a mini alligator, but that was at Magic Kingdom. Or no, no, Anavon Kingdom, where it's literally like they have a whole, like, a. Oh, it's part of an exhibit. Yeah. I was just like, where was it? You're like in the hotel bathroom. <laughs> Literally in the exhibit. Okay, where they're supposed to I did to be. see a bunch of lizards. <laughs> Aw, lizards are cute though. Like a bunch. Like the I we were walking into like seven eleven and I just saw one run up a tree. I was like, What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but we see little lizards outside of our apartment a lot. They're cute. Yeah, they are cute. But yeah, <laughs> I mean no complaints. Just the heat, but I think we went out a good time because it wasn't that hot. And also, like, I think perfect time to go because literally, like, I think the longest we waited for a ride was, like, 45 minutes. Oh, at all. oh yeah, because it's right for everyone back into school, basically. Yeah. Nice. Like, literally, all the parks we went to, like, we literally didn't wait long for any ride. I'm so glad. So, I fucking hate waiting in line. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there was a few, I think, yeah, the longest we waited was around, like, 45 to 50 minutes. It's not too bad. But, yeah. Nice. The mask situation wasn't that bad either because everyone was actually pretty, like, on top of it. Oh, good. And 
you didn't have you had to you had to wear it inside but once you were outside they weren't like put your mask on you didn't have to wear it <laughs> yeah, okay. you didn't have to wear it just okay, when you fine. were inside they were like adamant especially at disneyland they were like super adamant like yeah. put on your mask like or like they would tell you like you're not inside yeah, yet he's gonna kill you yeah or no they would be like <laughs> make sure you have your hand your mask ready like once you're inside oh that's good so yeah it was cool you safe. <laughs> yeah it was it was fun good um and that concludes an hour of dot talking about I, florida i was like <laughs> how long is your story elijah <laughs> i don't think it's that long you're like, this is my longest ghost story I've ever told. No, it's only... Well, it's a big notebook. But it's only one, oh, two, three pages. Okay. It's not... We I don't think it's that long. And I usually talk fast. Watch, it's going to be like 15 minutes. <laughs> okay. I'll try to talk faster during mine, too. Actually, I don't... Um, oh. Don't quote me on that. What? what? I have exciting news. What happened? Because someone forgot to ask how I'm doing. Oh, so shit. I I'll just share my Sorry, I'm so selfish. Uh, yes. How are you? Elijah's selfish. I don't like Elijah anymore. I'm sorry. I miss Arlo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I now have 10 Animal Crossing villager pictures. Damn. When I last talked After to you, you only had like four or five. I did. I got two in one day the other day. <laughs> like, holy shit. But uh, actually, a better real-life accomplishment is one of Robert's videos on uh, Boon Babe went and got pretty popular. It has 100,000 views. And now we have 1,200 subscribers. We've gone up 700 since last week. And we've started the process of monetizing our YouTube account. Yay. It could take up to a month. But I'm like, this is a step in the right direction yeah, from us just being content creators. That's crazy. That's really good. I'm just waiting for any day spooky shit to take off. Congratulations. Thank you. I know. Spooky shit. Why aren't we doing that well? It's because there's a million and one podcasts about true crime. That's very true. But how there's... many of them spend an hour talking about Florida? I don't know. Alaris actually listens to another one called <gasps> My Fake. Favorite Murder. I've heard of that. I haven't listened, yeah. though. I tried. They are pretty good. Are but they more, like, serious or more jokes? No, they're, or... like, they're, I guess they're their number one funny true crime or some shit. After spooky shit. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> hating, but, like, but, like I'm just they're, kidding. They're, no they're, they're actually doing true. way better than us. Like, they oh, actually yeah, do no. live shows and all that. I don't think we'd be good at live shows if we ever got that good. Can you imagine? Can we we'd just sit there stuttering. Can we do it virtually? <laughs> yeah, I mean, can we do it virtually? In the middle, I'm just like, serious, I think I'm a panic attack. <laughs> You're just saying they're like, um, and then pronouncing words wrong. Oh, uh, yeah, you know me. No one wants to hear us unedited. Sheesh. You don't, you don't want that. <laughs> and if you do, let us know. If you do, let us know. We'll do a bloopers reel of just us fucking up words oh, over and over that's again. That's gonna be long as fuck. That's a whole ass episode. That is more than one episode. It's a series. That's true. Um, yeah, that was my small thing. Yeah. I do tell people about spooky shit all the time when I'm streaming. Because I'm like, you guys like scary things? Uh, most of them don't. Unfortunately. Damn. There's not a lot of overlap between old school RuneScape and true crime unfortunately oh yeah you ready to i start ready for your story yeah 
what is it, the topic again? California haunts? <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, uh, I'm yeah. going to talk about Doris Bither and mm-hmm. the Entity House. Awesome. I haven't heard any of this stuff. So I, whenever you said earlier, I was like, whoa, <laughs> all right. Yeah, I was actually kind of stuck between a few different ones. But this one, I was like, it's kind of cool because it involves a house. But then it's also more like of a haunting. I do love a haunted house. Yeah, you'll see. It's, it's okay, a pretty cool. crazy story. All right. Yee. So the Entity House is located at 11547 Braddock Drive, Culver City, California. Culver City is like LA, right? Yeah. It's in like the Ooh. middle of the suburbs in LA. Oh, we could go here. <gasps> well, no. Well, well, well. Okay. Don't, just don't say anything. We'll see. <laughs> um, so it's actually a cute little yellow house. You could Aww. see it on like the road. It's just, it's just a cute little like cottage-like home. Oh, that sounds so cute. I want to live uh, there. But it's actually scary. like a cute house. Like It looks cute. Nice. But yeah, so it was a single mother named Doris Bither had moved into the home in 1974 with her four children. She had a six-year-old daughter and three sons aged 10, 13, and 16. She was recently divorced and had a long history of abusive relationships as well as dealing with substance abuse addiction. Um. But she had moved there and just kind of decided that she was going to make the best of it, like her new home, and just kind of trying to get her shit together. Yeah. Do better. Live her best life. Yeah. Um, It wasn't clear when it started exactly, but one evening, while the children were put to bed, Doris was in her room reading and trying to unwind. I should give a warning. And, oh. like, it's I'm getting right into it. Okay. I wasn't even expecting a warning in the story. Jesus. <laughs> All right, let's go. Without warning, she says that a trio of nearly invisible paranormal entities appeared to her. Oh, no. Two of them apparently grabbed her arms and held her down. The third spread her legs and sexually assaulted her. Ew. Your face. What? Yeah, this story is fucking wild. I was expecting this at all. This is fucking wild. It's like rapist succubus. Yeah. I don't know, bro. I don't bro, know. I don't want to go to this house anymore. I'm a fucking liar. I don't want to go there. Well, you Ew. can't. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, she says she was unable to scream and seemed paralyzed but com- by complete terror and fear. I mean, same. Mm. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. Um, she says that over the next several days, at most the most random times, um, Doris was assaulted by the trio. More than once? Yeah, like multiple Jesus. times, just randomly too. Oh my god, um, that is so scary. At one instance, her one of her sons witnessed like her being like tossed around and tried <gasps> to intervene, but was like yeeted across the room and he actually ended up breaking his arm. Wait, what the <laughs> fuck? So other people like witness shit happening yeah, too? Yeah, all her kids witnessed shit. It wasn't just her. They threw him across the room? Yeah, it threw him across the room for trying to, Bro. like, help his mom. Holy shit. Because I guess it would, like, fucking, like... I think I mentioned it later, but, like, it threw her around like a fucking ragdoll. Ew. Oh, my God. And that I, is so creepy. Yeah, I guess he tried to help one time, and it, like, threw him across, and he broke his arm. 
can I just say, Elijah, my story is more history <laughs> and barely any haunting. So this is just blowing my mind right now this how fast we're getting into this shit. Wild. I'm sorry. But it's very oh interesting. Oh my god. Yeah. And terrifying and I'm scared. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> um, one of her other sons claimed that when they would play really hard rock and roll. Okay. Um, that <laughs> the activity seemed to intensify. What the fuck? Like they liked the music? Yeah, and I guess. Like, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, they would yeah. get all hyped and just get more like rowdy and shit. Oh my god, play some sad breakup songs. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> some jazz or something. Yeah. But yeah, it seemed particularly violent towards Doris, but the kids also experienced physical um, assaults. They were bit, <gasps> scratched, slabbed. Like They were also like oh. fucked with, but basically they... Later came to the conclusion that there was four entities. Oh. It was... More than three. Yeah. I'll talk about it more later. Okay. <laughs> but um, the younger kids also said that they could see the entities and that they appeared in the form of a light gray slash green fog that could swiftly move from room to room. Ew. I don't <laughs> like that. And I guess they also like gave it a name. They called it... Let me see real quick. I had it in my notes. They called it Mr. Who's It. That's the most terrifying <laughs> nickname you can possibly give it. <laughs> Come on. Um, but yeah. Desperate for any kind of help, Doris went to a local bookstore in search of any literature of the subject and if there was a remedy. On August um, 22nd, 1974, while at the bookstore, Doris overheard a lecture taking place about paranormal activity. The lecture was performed by Dr. Barry Taff and Carrie Gaynor, who both worked as parapsychologists. Okay. Um, they actually worked at the UCLA campus. Oh, hey, that's legit. And if you don't know, UCLA is the University of California, Los Angeles. But yeah, I guess uh, she had caught only like the end of the lecture, but she actually like approached them and just basically like told them like, you know, some shit's going on in my house. Like, I need help. You need to come on over. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, So they actually interviewed her and she like explained everything, like went into more detail about the physical assaults and all that. And um, besides like the physical assaults, there was also like, the lights would be flickering randomly on and off. Um, they would hear like banging on the walls. Ew. Strange voices too. So it was like literally like they were Classic wilding. haunting. Yeah. Plus a lot more extreme well, shit that's scary. Basically it sounds like a poltergeist. <gasps> oh, it totally sounds like yeah. a poltergeist actually. It's now fucking you're loud that. as shit. It's like a poltergeist succubus thing. Yeah. What the fuck? Um Ooh. But yeah, Dr. Taff and Gaynor initially disbelieved um, Doris and basically, they basically thought that she was experiencing a phenomena of sleep paralysis. Like a really sleep weird... Sleep paralysis is similar, but when you're in sleep paralysis, you don't get sexually assaulted, I'm pretty sure. True. Well, that's what they thought. Like, it was just a really like weird, rare case of yeah. really bad sleep paralysis. Did her son have sleep paralysis when he was yeeted across the room? <laughs> no. Well, I mean, they they eventually changed their mind once. Um, like, they talked to the kids and also, like, yeah. other family members that, like, would visit her. 
like also they saw like it wasn't just her in bed yeah no too. like they literally witnessed shit happening and then also oh my gosh like just like the physical bruises she would have like on her neck and like thighs and stuff like <gasps> you how do you you know <laughs> yeah unless she's like faking it which is just more well, disturbing yeah, exactly <laughs> but yeah they were still a little skeptical that you know she was getting of the the ghostly rape quote unquote but they did decide to investigate. So, but yeah, they'd say that they decided to make the house call to investigate. And they said that as soon as entering the home, they felt like a strong pressure on their eardrums. Like they said it was like Ooh. super overwhelming. Like it was just an immense like kind of head pressure. That sounds really unpleasant. Yeah, I was like, damn. Um, I gotta go. <laughs> They also noticed that the lights were like flickering and stuff, um, which they were like kind of. Ghosts aren't even trying to hide anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean they kind of blew it off. They were like, yeah, okay, yeah. whatever. But they were definitely not ready for what was to come. Oh no! <laughs> so they were actually interviewing one of uh, Doris's sons in the kitchen when the cabinets like suddenly like flung open. And fucking started throwing, like, pots and pans just started, like, falling. But, but, like, they described it as violently because it was, like, so, like, like, if someone was, like, slamming that shit down. And there was, like, literally, no, like, nobody was, like, near the cabinets. Like, they were just chilling at the table and this fucking poltergeist was, like, fuck you guys or some shit, you know? I think the reason this is creeping me out is this story more than like any other we've said reminds me the most of like paranormal activity but real. Mm-hmm. And that movie actually scared me so bad. I know a lot of people make fun of it, but I thought it was fucking scary. So I'm like getting sketched out over here. Fair enough. But yeah, after that happened, they definitely kind of were like, oh shit. <laughs> They're like, I think there's something wrong here. Um, And they actually like took pictures like of every like room in with like a Polaroid camera. Yeah. But I guess they weren't developing properly. It just kind of showed like a white fuzz. Of or, like, course they weren't. Yeah. Of <laughs> course they weren't. So they eventually like continued their investigation that day and they ultimately decided that Doris should leave the house. Yeah, I would have come to that conclusion a lot earlier. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it was all on the same day. Okay, I thought this was like days after no. investigating. They're like, no, mm, maybe you should leave. No, so they did like get her, remove her from the house, and surprisingly, the bizarre phenomena disappeared. Like everything kind of went back to normal, and like the pictures, they took more pictures, and they developed fine. Wait, no, that's weird though. <laughs> I thought it said it was just the house, but now the house is fine. Uh. <laughs> So, after that happened, they decided to actually, like, have a full-blown investigation. And mm-hmm. it actually lasted 10 weeks. Wow. Yeah, very long time. <laughs> but they basically brought Doris back, and um, they had, like, hella recording equipment and, like, um, like, cameras. And there was actually about 30 or so investigators present. Holy shit. Yeah, there was... turned turn from them not <laughs> believing to 30 people there. Yeah, so, I mean, she basically described to them, like, the horrific encounters with the three, like, yeah. entities that she 
people that were assaulting her. She referred to the huge one as the entity. And then the two, there was like two smaller ones that were always like with him and just would assist him, apparently. And then there was a fourth one that they don't really talk about, but that one was more like picking on the kids. Yeah. Not assaulting, just being a normal, rude culture (laughs) guys. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, they wanted to try to help prove like her allegations. So that's why they brought out like the hella equipment and stuff and that many people. Oh, nice. But yeah, Dr. Taff and Gaynor and the researchers basically had Doris try to, like, provoke it to, like, make it show itself, basically. That is extremely <laughs> risky to ask them to do. Yeah, but I mean... Like, she... How are you supposed to keep her safe? True. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> true, very true. But, I mean, she was kind of, like, going crazy, too, so... She just wants to be done with it, yeah. sure. So Doris would try to summon it by cursing and yelling while the researchers were, like, just standing by waiting, basically. Yeah. And to the surprise of many, strange lights began to appear around the room. <gasps> um, and a greenish fog began to form in the corner of Doris's bedroom. Oh, yeah, they were in her bedroom and she was sitting on her bed. Oh. They're, oh. Like, literally all in her room. But yeah, it was like swirling in the corner of the room and growing. Within seconds, the shape of a man's upper torso began to manifest through the fog. Nope. Um, Many witnesses claimed that it was like a male entity, very big and muscular, but without a face. Like that, Uh, that's creepy as fuck. Some like Slurman shit. (laughs) But buff. (laughs) Just a jacked (laughs) Slurman. Um... But yeah, definitely a sight to see, I would say. Um, yeah. They said that even one researcher like ended up fainting. <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> but yeah, they obviously took a bunch of pictures. And as usual, nothing came out besides this like... What's... I forgot, it's like an arc of light uh, right above Doris. Which is like hella weird because... I don't know what they were saying, but, like, the light and stuff, like, the way the arc is, it just doesn't, like, you can't explain it, basically. But it's actually a really, I guess, popular picture. The most famous picture of, like, her case, which is, like, creepy to look at. Like, you can see all the researchers right there. Like, on the... Oh, my God, it's weird. I was gonna send to you. I was gonna send to you, and I forgot, because Florida and... Because Florida. (laughs) What's her last name again? Bither, B I T H E R. Okay, let me see. Oh, oh, it almost looks like a rainbow on mm-hmm. the wall, kind of. Yeah, it's weird. Oh. No, that's fucking creepy. That is so weird. How would that have naturally been in there? The exactly. room is so dark except for it. Ew. Exactly. That's it. Doesn't add up. But at the end of the investigation, the researchers just recommended that she move because of how bad. <laughs> The situation had gotten. Yeah. Um, so Doris obliged and she had moved to Carson, California, then San Bernardino, and then eventually to Texas. Oh, wow. I read on one source that after Texas, she ended up coming back to San Bernardino, but I'm not sure how true that is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> the entity seemed to follow her wherever she no. went. 
And although she moved far away, she maintained contact with the researchers. Mm -hmm. And eventually, Doris and her family did disappear, shying away from the limelight after um, basically her case kind of blew up because of a book and then the movie that came out about her her story. Yeah. But yeah, uh, some of her children came out later and basically confirmed everything. That happened. Well, I into... thought you were gonna say they said like she told us to fake it. Oh no, you know, that happens a lot. Yeah, true. <gasps> no, but they confirmed everything that happened in oh, that house. Oh my god! They were like, yeah, it happened. Um, they even mm-hmm. talked about how Doris actually kind of went a little. She had a lot of mental health issues after that. Um, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> like she literally kind of went crazy and just like was super adamant that she was like pregnant with the entity's baby. Uh, and like she just kind of went a little crazy that's really sad um she ended up passing away from an apparent pulmonary arrest in 1995 oh wow yeah um the infamous entity house still stands in culver city to this day though it seems that whatever haunted it followed doris um, oh god the current owners claim they've never witnessed anything like spooky or strange and many paranormal historians cannot say for certain what it was that haunted and tormented doris but her case is the first actual documented and recorded case of a paranormal haunting going to such a sexual extreme yeah you you don't really hear that often. Yeah. I think we've probably only mentioned it like once before. Yeah. I was like, wow. So, I mean, I guess her, hers was the first case, but it's just so crazy. Wow. But yeah, the the book is titled The Entity. And it came out in 1978 and was written by Frank de Filidas. Okay. And then shortly after in 1982... A movie directed by Sidney J. Fury, starring Barbara Hershey, came out. And it's also called The Entity. Okay. I didn't watch I it, watch movie. but I didn't watch it, but I I read on one source that Martin, he's really big in the film industry. Martin Schwartz or something like that? Schwartz? Schwar- yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one. I guess yeah, he... Yeah, familiar. He's really big in the music and or not music film industry. Okay, um, yeah. But I guess back then he had said that it was like one of the scariest movies he's ever seen. Oh, I wow. was like, wow. Okay. <laughs> so just kind of a big deal. Yeah, at least it was back. <laughs> at least it was back then. Yes. But yeah, it was definitely freaking crazy. I had to talk about it. No. I was not expecting that turn at all. <laughs> so that was kind of fucking nutty. I was like, poor Doris. Wow, that's awful. And then my, then it followed her? Yeah. I was like, I probably have a lot of mental health issues too. Holy shit. Yeah, I mean, it's weird. That's so weird. Like, why, where did it come from, mm-hmm. you know? So strange. It's definitely interesting. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, they did say... That I guess she did have a lot of, like, childhood trauma and, like, she wasn't a lot of physical, abusive, like, relationships. Hmm. 
they kind of think that kind of had to do with there. That's kind of why a lot of people didn't believe her. Just because, I guess, she was not mentally, you know. She had a lot of trauma in her past. Yeah. Oh, is that a thing where, like, bad... This is going to sound very, like, hippie-ish. But, like, stuff um, with bad energy would be, like, more likely to get you because they could sense, like, you've been through shit. I feel like I've heard that. I think so. Because in a way... I'm like, am I making that up? No. <laughs> I think in a way that makes sense because you're, in a way, you attract it. Yeah. Like, they see you've already struggled and they're like, eh, let's go for them. Yeah. They see you as weak. Yeah. That's sad. Um, so you're like, and her life was sad before. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I mean, it's kind of true. Like, if you do think very negatively, you just kind of feel like you focus on the negative and you think everything's going wrong versus if you look at the positive, you feel like, you know, more more good stuff is going on in your life. Yeah. It changes your mindset a lot. Yeah. And now, obviously, like, if you are super negative, you're going to attract negative energy. Yes. Versus... Yeah, no, I've definitely heard that before. Which is, uh, I'm actually trying to learn (laughs) to not be so negative. I can be pretty negative. I'm trying not to be anymore. It's hard. (laughs) It's a hard, hard. like, mindset to change. Oh, yes. Especially as an adult. I'm like, dang, why didn't people tell me this shit as a child? Right? Could have fixed that in an instant. I actually saw, like, a TikTok last night, and I was like, fuck, I'm fucked up. Like, it's, I came across, like, the psychology side of TikTok. And when they're like, you were mentally abused if you do this, this, and this. And I was like, oh, fuck, I guess I didn't know I was mentally abused. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. The internet's fun. Make you realize how sad you like, could really fuck. be. Like, I literally was saying how... Damn, I don't even remember everything it said. But I was like, that is me. If you have bad memory. <laughs> yeah, like, or like... Or I've seen a lot of, like, ADHD ones, too. And I'm like, oh, shit, I might have that. <laughs> uh, I've seen some stuff with ADHD that I experience. But there's, like, overlapping with some symptoms of ADHD and anxiety. So I think mine's actually just anxiety. That's true. And such an anxiety thing to be like, oh my god, I have more diagnoses that I just don't know about yet. True, true, true. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think you should start. Okay. This week, I'm going to be talking about the Preston School of Industry, also known as Preston Castle. Preston Castle is located in Ione, California, and was proposed and later named after State Senator Edward Myers Preston. Construction began on this reform school in late 1890, but it didn't actually open until June of 1894. The original building, aka the castle, is surrounded by nearly 13 acres of land and is an example of Romanesque revival architecture. So, Romanesque revival architecture literally just looks like it'd be haunted, if you were wondering. (laughs) I looked at it and I'm like, yeah, 100%. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not even just like me being biased. It's literally been used and not one, but two scary movies. Oh, snap. <laughs> like, yeah. People think it looks that creepy. I'm definitely going to be uploading pictures to Instagram and stuff, so like, don't worry. According to the castle's website, it's around 50,000 square feet and holds 77 rooms, which includes four floors, a basement, and a three-story annex. 
The first floor of the castle was planned to be a reception and director's room, a general office with a large walk-in vault, a reception room, sitting room, butler's pantry, dining room, employee bathroom, doctor's office, pharmacy, clerk's office, and three more offices. Big building. Sheesh. <laughs> this is just the first floor, bro. Damn. <laughs> the second floor had a reading room, library, 12 apartments, a school room, coat and hat room, and a men's and women's bathroom. There was an additional, like, mezzanine level that held two bathrooms and three bathtubs. I don't believe the third and fourth floors were finished, but they were supposed to hold more rooms, with third having 12 apartments and the fourth having six. The basement of the castle held a playroom, toilets, laundry, a shower room, and a plunge bath, a hall, kitchen, pantry furnace room, fuel storage room, and another toilet room. Damn. So back in the day, they really kept their toilets and showers separate. Because they're like, this one's a water closet. This one's a toilet room. This one's a shower room. And I'm like, I don't know what most of these are. Me either. So the first floor of the annex held a dining room, while the second had a dormitory, locker room, and linen room. The basement of the annex held a bakery, fuel storage room, kitchen, pantry, storeroom, and the employee's laundry and bathroom. At the peak of its operation, the school housed 800 wards and employed a staff of 200. Jeez. So, it was also, if you couldn't tell by all the different rooms, it was designed to, like, sustain itself. Like, they could grow their own food mm. on the land, their own livestock, they could have a fucking bakery, they had all this shit. They were just chilling. Upon opening to the first of the wards, and if you don't know, wards are basically, like, kids under the guardianship of the state, but some are, like, juvenile offenders, some aren't. It's kind of, kind of odd. <laughs> yeah, it makes... Well, I have to specify because they moved in after being transferred over from San Quentin State Prison. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, some of them were like little baby criminals, but some weren't. So I'm like, damn, that's rough that they just sent you to a prison because you're like an orphan. What the Shit. fuck? Like your parents said, mm, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> now you're an inmate. <laughs> now you're a ward of the state. Yeah. Yeah, it's brutal. But yeah, like I said, the kids were in prison, sometimes not of their own fault. So the hope was that this reform school could, like, rehabilitate them to lead independent and successful lives. It wasn't until a year after opening that electricity was installed in the castle using a water wheel. I just wanted... That wasn't even relevant. I just wanted to let you guys know this shit's old, old. Like, old. <laughs> Despite being known as one of the best and oldest reform schools for young boys in the U.S., Life on the inside for the wards was not exactly easy, especially in those early years of it being in operation. Upon arrival at Preston Castle, wards would first be dunked into a pool of lye to rid them of any bugs. You know, they're just coming with all the bugs on. When they were clean, they were given matching uniforms and soon introduced to the military S school, which would be their home. As well as the uniforms, the boys were ordered to march in rank and were subjected to corporal punishment, aka abuse, for any misdeeds that they committed. Even though the circumstances weren't perfect, most boys stayed as they simply had like no other option. Most of them were young criminals, orphans, or kids whose parents just straight up couldn't afford them and dropped them off. Yeah. Yeah, especially during the Depression, I guess, a lot of parents couldn't help for their kids and they're like mm, we're dropping off at Preston Castle good luck bye it's fucked up if they tried to leave they had nowhere to go well the castle at least offered them food shelter and a decent ex- education 
The first half of the boys' day would be spent in classes, and then the second half they would spend learning trades such as farming, baking, carpentry, and masonry. By 1945, Preston Castle was able to offer high school diplomas to their graduates, which helped many move on to be productive lives. And I thought that was so interesting because I'm like, damn, people were really just graduating before and not even getting fucking diplomas for like 50 years. (laughs) (laughs) Brutal. That sucks. They go out, try to get a job, and they're like, this isn't a real diploma. They just handed you a piece of paper. This doesn't mean anything. Imagine. Oh, yay, yay. So, like I said, only most stayed at the castle, but there were definitely some who tried to run away. One of the more famous alumni, country singer Merle Haggard, tried to make an escape from the school, but according to an article I read, he was turned back in by local residents who were trying to claim a reward for his return. Damn. How brutal is that? It really be the people just around you in your town. They're like, "Mm, no, I want the money. Sorry, child. Go, Go be punished. Bitches. Some attempts did not end so well, though. In 1919, 19-year-old Samuel Goines, who was a ward at Preston, was making his third attempt to escape the school with a fellow ward named Joe Acosta when they were found by guard J.E. Kelly. According to reports, Samuel threatened to kill anyone who who attempted to take him back to the school. Kelly tried to halt Samuel but was unable to, so he claims he aimed his gun at the boy's leg to, like, stop him, shoot him in the leg. I don't know. I felt like that was a little unnecessary just because he's not listening to you. But as he pulled the trigger, Samuel happened to stoop down to try and go under a fence, which led to him being shot in the back. Several hours passed before the teenager eventually died of this wound. And according to the article published when it happened, quote, before dying, he exonerated the guard, declaring he alone was to blame for the affair. The guard was later acquitted for the murder, with Acosta testifying in his favor. Interestingly, though, Acosta didn't say that Samuel was stooping down when he was shot, but he says that he, like, tripped over a fence and was falling. And I'm also really curious as to how many people actually heard this declaration of exoneration, because that sounds fake as fuck. And also, like, to give some context, like, Samuel was a black teenager, and I'm pretty sure the officer was white as well. Mm. So it's just extra questionable. Sus. Yeah. By the time of his death, Samuel had just two months left of the school before he was scheduled to be released. Yeah. You, you know, I saw wait. something online. <laughs> I saw something online that said something like that where like they said it in such an annoying way that they were like, uh, the impatience of youth or something like that. And I'm like, I mean, it sounds like they were all getting fucking abused there, and I doubt he thought he was gonna yeah. die. <laughs> yeah. I mean that really just tells you how bad it was there, that he was willing to risk getting out. Yeah. Well it makes sense, or that he couldn't wait two months. Yeah, he's like, fuck that, I'm out. I also like that he'd already tried twice before. Mm-hmm. It's like, let's keep going. Four times a charm. <laughs> I know, unfortunately not, Samuel. So he was not the only ward to die on the school grounds. He's not even the only to die while attempting to escape. There's a dead-ass a cemetery behind the castle where 18 boys whose bodies were never claimed are buried. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. A few years before Samuel was killed, in 1914, 15-year-old Tahama Van died. According to a Preston Castle history blog site detailing all the deaths of school, Tahama had been down to a pond to swim with the rest of the boys in his company after supper one night. The captain told the boys that if they weren't good at swimming, they needed to like stay on the shallow end of the pond, but Tahama claimed that he could swim dog fashion and dove into the water head first. 
I think you know where this is going. Some boys witnessed Tahana come up for air once, waving his arms in a panic before going back underwater and never resurfacing. Two of the boys tried to dive and save him, but they weren't able to find him. The next morning, his body was recovered from the, bo- the bottom of the pond. If you don't know how to swim, really, really don't try to swim. Actually, my brother, I don't know if I've told it before, but he swore he could swim too. He was little. <gasps> oh, no. Nico? I haven't told you? No. Oh, well, I'm not sure how old we were, but we were at the pool. I think it was me and my cousin. I don't know. I was talking to somebody. And yeah. we were at the shallow end of this, like, by the stairs. And my mom was actually pregnant with my teenage sister. Oh. And um, she was actually sitting kind of near the deep end. And mm-hmm. my brother, like, just, he swore he could swim. And um, my mom was like, at least wear your, like, floaties if you're going to jump in the pool. And he was like, no, like, I'm big. I can swim. And, I mean, he could okay. swim with the floaties on. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I guess he took him off and he literally, like, jumped in the deep end. And um, I don't remember. I think somebody else saw because I wasn't facing that way. Yeah. And, like, they were, like, your brother. And I, like, turned around and I could swim. So I tried to swim. And then I was, like, mom, like, look there. And she literally, like, with her big-ass belly, like, she was literally, like, going to pop soon. And she, like, actually, like, reached down, was able to reach <gasps> down and, like, pull him out. Oh, my God. Like, she, like, literally, like, grabbed him from, like, the arm. and Holy shit. But yeah. He almost drowned that day. And my mom was, That's like. so scary. And, and uh, Mexican moms are, like, just yell at you when you have a near-death experience. <laughs> typical, typical. This is what he needs right uh, now. Uh, if, you, if you have Latin parents, you, they know what I'm talking about. But yeah, she was like, <laughs> the fuck? Like, yeah. Oh my god. You can't swim. Yeah. If your parents say, hey, you don't know how to swim, you probably don't yeah, know how to I, swim. Yeah, I remember she was like sitting on one of those like, like a lawn chair, but it's the ones that you could oh. lay down. Yeah. And she was like reading a book or something. Shit, that's scary. Yeah, he was like, we just heard like the splashing. Oh my god! And then yeah, she but she was able to reach in fairly quickly and pull him out, and then we Good. were just like, damn, she fucking age. saved him. Yeah. Good thing that person saw. <laughs> yeah, I think it was my stepsister. Oh, okay. At the time. Oh my gosh! I don't remember. You no, know, once I like went to a one of my nieces' swimming lessons, and they like. They paid extra, I guess. It was like a single instructor with just like my two nieces because it was easier for the kids to learn that way. And they were taking the older one and she was just like swimming her like along the pool. So she left the little one like on the steps. And my little niece just like stood up and walked into the water and immediately sunk to the bottom. (laughs) And Renee had to jump into the pool wearing like her clothes and grab her Damn. oh my god i'm like bro why would you just be like i'm just gonna walk into you it know what? Like, when they're little kids they don't think about the, it the confidence that children have yeah. like, bro you have to swim with assistance for everything and you're like i'm just gonna do it she's like i got this i think one bro. of my sisters did that too but i don't remember which one but they did like, like what? they did the same thing. But we were literally like right there, like she literally just uh-huh. walked down the steps and then whoop, and then we like picked her up real quick, and we were like literally. That's exactly what happened. 
and my sister reacted so quickly that I was like in shock because I I mean in hindsight I was just like she can't be that dumb why would she just walk <laughs> into the water oh, oh I just remember my other sister too she did that one time no why did every kid I don't do know this? but it was I don't know if she's like fell in or she actually jumped in she might have jumped in because she's a little oh crazy ass kid <laughs> um but we were at like somebody's one of my aunts or my mom's like friend's house and they had a pool it was like labor day weekend or some shit like that and yeah. it was like a pool party and they had one of those fat nice pools where it's like the pool but then in the corner it's like the hot tub area but it actually those are so fancy yeah like the water actually pours into the pool <gasps> what, that's like so cool. like almost like a little waterfall that's really cool um but yeah i guess my sister was like over there and i don't know where i was i might have been in the pool or watching i don't remember but i do remember that like they said that she jumped and my aunt was like actually on the phone with somebody but she like saw her like fall in and she literally like threw the phone and jumped in with like her clothes and everything too and took her. But yeah, Damn. it was like some people just have that like instinct. Yeah, and I do not. I mean, my instinct's I... just to stare and be like, "What?" <laughs> no, I think I do have that instinct, instinct uh, too. But I didn't instinct. know. <laughs> I... <laughs> also, you were like a child. Yeah, right? I was like, you can't really do much. I was, like a preteen. Yeah, I was like. 20 when that happened <laughs> and i was just watching as my sister jumped in the instructor i think felt so bad and i'm like it's not really your fault kids are just weird yeah, they're just wild overconfident but she just just sunk to the bottom and i'm like but it was so Hi. crazy because they saw my aunt jump in and they didn't even realize what had happened until she like grabbed my sister oh fuck it's a good thing she saw yeah. i mean or actually i'm actually now that I think about it, I'm not sure if it was my mom or my aunt, but they were just One like so shook that it happened like that, and she was like, Ugh. "It is your mom again, damn, she stays." It might, have, it, it might have been my mom, to be honest. Oh I don't, I don't remember, but I remember like it happened so fast. Like I didn't even, I don't think I saw it. I just saw like one of them run into the pool, and I was like, "What you the fuck?" You saw the reaction. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, oh, we're getting crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no idea what's happening. Yeah. A child could die. And... <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm sorry. I'll get back to this. We, yeah. I like that we both had stories like that. What the fuck? You're close to drownings. Yeah, I almost died yeah. too. What? Did you do the same thing? You just no. walked in? It was in the ocean. It wasn't in a pool. What happened? Was there like a... What's it? Like a riptide or something? I Yeah. It was in Mexico. Oh. Um... We had like a, I think we went for my cousin's quince. Mm -hmm. So it was a long time ago. She's like in her late 20s now, but. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we had gone to the beach because we were staying at like a hotel that was really near the beach. Mm -hmm. My aunt actually is in charge of those ho that hotel now. But anyways. Oh, yeah, that's sick. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we had all gone to the pool, I mean, the beach, and I was actually swimming with one of my cousins, and we, were, we weren't that far, like, we could still, like, kind of touch the ground with our feet. Yeah. And all of a sudden, though, like, I don't know what it was, like, some kind of current or, like, a riptide, and then all of a sudden, like, the ground just, like, it turned oh. into a big-ass hole, like, we couldn't touch the ground no oh. more. 
we were like what the fuck and we we just got scared and we were kind of drowning and my brother he ended up like kind of drifting away with like the waves oh my god um but luckily one of my aunts she's actually like loves swimming she's a good swimmer and she good she kind of like she saw what happened and um she like got to me and just kind of like pushed me shoved me towards like the shore and then she went for my brother because he was kind of like further than us and we were just kind of panicking because we couldn't touch the floor and some like nearby like dudes kind of helped and they helped me and my cousin and we got out of the water and we just we were kind of terrified over the water since then i don't go that far in scary yeah it was really scary Elijah, your family stays traumatized. <laughs> yeah, I feel so bad for every adult in your family. Yeah, we have some stories. Clearly, it must be so stressful with swimming with you guys whenever you were kids. You're like, I know one of them is about to do some shit. There was just so many kids too. There's a lot of yeah. us. Oh my god, I'm glad that all of them were able to like be tracked and no one got lost in the <laughs> fucking Rest water. True. Okay. Sorry. sorry i like how I, again there was another sorry for the near-death experience yes yeah. uh, everyone let tangent. us know your crazy near-death water experiences because i think everyone has one or saw one yeah it's scary <laughs> okay so it's also confirmed that a boy named frank cartarella died of suicide after hanging himself in his cell on valentine's day in 1917 so, according to this blog that I mentioned before, he'd been suffering from seizures and had epilepsy, but the staff of the school wasn't sending him to the infirmary to be treated. Instead, they just sent him back to suffer alone in his room. Wow. So, yeah. So, it's assumed that this is why he ultimately took his own life. Yeah. Kind of fucked up. I think that they knew, too, and they're like, mm, whatever. I mean, I don't really they, know what they would have done. They were probably like, you're overreacting. Stop playing. Oh, yeah. No one takes kids seriously when Mm -hmm. stuff's happening. That's sad. Over 20 years before Frank, there may or may not have been another suicide when a boy named Grant Walker died. It's definitely not confirmed at all, but there were conflicting reports if he had died from either typhoid fever or accidental burns and intestinal ulceration. Like, if it's that, he'd possibly ingested something toxic that burned his insides. What the fuck? Whether on accident or purpose. I don't know how records can get this confused. It was the fever or they drank bleach, it sounds like. Um, <laughs> Which one was hmm. it? Interesting. Burned insides or no burned insides? How do you not know? One of the first boys to die at the school was 20-year-old Nicholas Hamilton in 1895. According to reports, he died from pulmonary tuberculosis and he was supposedly highly contagious, so kept isolated from the other boys. So the author of this, the same blog post questions the truth of this as apparently just six months before dying of this awful illness, Nicholas had actually made an attempt to escape the school. During this attempt, he was injured and sprained his knee. In a sworn affidavit later by the school's physician, he said that the boy was suffering greatly from his injury, which was swollen and inflamed. He had begun to treat the injury when the superintendent, Dr. Edward Stephen O'Brien, came to examine the boy. In the same affidavit, the doctor recalls that O'Brien rudely grasped the boy's limb and to our astonishment began vigorously flexing, extending, and rotating the limb, heedless of the yells of pain emanating from the tortured boy, his only reply being, lie still, I'm boss here. 
so fucked up. And what's interesting here is that there's apparently no mention in all of this statement on how Nicholas had been sickly. And if he died just like six months later from TV, he almost definitely would have been showing signs of sickness. I like looked it up too. And according to like a Times article I read, it says that in 1900, getting TB was basically a death sentence and a long drawn out one at that. On average, people would live with a coughing and chest pain for three years before eventually dying from it. Damn. Yeah. So if you were sick and contagious, why was there no mention of it at the time? And why was the superintendent like willing to be so up close and personal with him, you know? Mm-hmm. So if he didn't die of the illness, some people do question if perhaps the superintendent had something to do with it or maybe he'd died in some random other reason they were just covering it up or whatever i don't know but it's definitely sketchy and of course there were many more incidents with superintendent o'brien you couldn't guess he wasn't a chill guy Mm -hmm. his abuse was later publicized in papers earning the reform school the nickname preston school of scandal and o'brien the title of tyrant sheesh (laughs) i know right (laughs) I mean, you know it must have been really bad if people were complaining in 1900. True. People did crazy shit back then. This would have been fucking wild. Several employees and wards at Preston filed petitions and affidavits with the governor accusing the superintendent of awful brutality and torturing the wards. The board secretary from the school also stated that he who cannot govern himself must not be expected to govern others before going on to accuse him of mismanaging the school and having an uncontrollable temper. So this board secretary named H.R. Bernard recounted a couple of disturbing instances of abuse at the hands of O'Brien. On one occasion, he reported that he'd gone to O'Brien's office to find him wildly excited and beating a ward over the head and face with a cane. He, that's... I don't know how this kid didn't die because that's hard. He describes how he was hitting the boy so hard that the cane broke, but he continued to beat him with the remains of the cane that was still in his hand until that broke too. What the? the, Why? Yeah. Because he's a cunt. I don't fucking know. It doesn't even say why. He's just crazy. And once that part of the cane was broken, he didn't even stop. He proceeded to grab a four-foot-long pole and hit the boy over the body. Oh, my God. He really said, fuck them kids. (laughs) He really did. He really, really did. Fucking asshole. I know. Another time, Bernard witnessed a fight between O'Brien and a 16-year-old boy on the porch outside the administration building. They were landing hits on one each other until O'Brien threw a punch that cut the boy's face, and then he was allowed to go. But later that day, an officer of the school was sent to bring the boy to O'Brien's office, where the superintendent threatened that if the boy ever dared to speak to him in own, he would blow a hole in him that a team could run through. And I'm, I don't know, it doesn't really explain what they mean as if he ever dared to speak to him. I wonder if he means, like, if he ever, like, told anyone or, like, talked shit about him, basically. But he definitely threatened to shoot him and murder him. So much. Super cool thing for basically a principal to do to students. (laughs) Other witnesses spoke of more abuse, saying that O'Brien once flogged a boy until his flesh peeled from his back. Sorry, that was gross. I should have warned. And lashed another boy until he had exhausted him to the ground. Despite numerous witnesses to his cruelty and several people who were willing to testify that these events occurred, O'Brien was exonerated of any charges related to the abuse he inflicted. One good thing, at least, was that he was asked to resign as a result of the investigation to avoid any more scandal. 
they care more about scandal than like the kids actually being abused of course <laughs> of course one of the more well-known deaths at preston castle wasn't actually the death of a ward but that of the head housekeeper a 52 year old woman named anna corbin by 1950, Anna had had a really tough past several years, so her son actually died in World War II in 1943, and her husband died a few years later in 1947. By this point, her daughter had married and moved away, so Anna was basically just left all on her own. According to sources, these things did not break her, though. She chose to focus on work and did her best to try and help the boys of the Preston Castle, a majority of whom considered her to be like a motherly figure to them. Mm. On February 23rd, 1950, another housekeeper and her ward found bloodstains on the door jam and floor, which led out of Anna's office in the basement and into a locked storeroom. After breaking down the door, they discovered Anna's beaten body, which had been covered with carpeting. As well as being beaten, she had a rope around her neck, which her attacker had likely used to try and choke her. According to one source, it was originally thought that she may have also been sexually assaulted as like her undergarments had been pulled down and there was like shoe polish stains on them like they'd been stepped on. But it's believed that she'd probably, at least in that regard, been able to fight off whoever her killer was. Anna's cause of death was declared to be a skull fracture from hitting her head on the concrete floor of the basement, following being choked from behind. A rag covered in blood was left at the scene, like the killer had tried to clean up the mess, but decided to give up. According to the same source, they began to search all the hundreds of wards at the school for blood and were able to narrow down this long list to just one main suspect. 19-year-old Eugene Moore, who had actually previously been prosecuted for two other murders outside of the school. Sheesh. Yeah. They'd supposedly found bloodstains on his shoes and belt, which he claims were made from cutting his hand, and one of his friends actually supported this, saying that he'd cut it the day before while in a shoe shop class. According to, again, I must stress, this was only a single source, Eugene had possibly been seen shining his shoes obsessively the day Anna had been found and had potentially thrown his clothes into an incinerator, which confused me a bit because that seems like pretty fucking intense. And other articles I read said that the evidence against him was flimsy. So I'm like, hmm. throwing your clothes into an incinerator doesn't really seem flimsy. I don't know if what's true or what's not. That's pretty sus. I know, that's very sus. I wouldn't describe that as flimsy at all. <laughs> Monroe eventually went to trial for the murder, but was acquitted not once, but twice due to hung juries. Damn. As of today, <laughs> as of today, Anna's murder still remains unsolved. So what I found really questionable about Monroe being the killer is, if you remember, I said she was found behind like a locked door and it was locked with a padlock. Now I'm not sure who had access to these padlocks and like knew how to open them or like how they even were in 1900. That struck me as really weird that the ward would have access to potentially lock and unlock it rather than, like, another employee at the mm -hmm. school. Like, the superintendent that's not there no more? Yeah. He's not there anymore. His ghost. <laughs> but, like, but sus. At, at his height, there was, like, 200 people working there. And I was like, that seems weirder to me that she was finding behind a locked door. Like, how would the ward do that? I mean, potentially they knew how to or maybe the lock was easy to close. Just really weird. I don't know. And that's we, sus. I know. And unfortunately, we'll likely never know. Another one of Preston Castle's employees was killed in December of 1965. Corrections officer James Wyden was beaten into unconsciousness by two wards who had been trying to escape the school, but he never woke up and died of his injuries a few days later. The two suspects, full 17, were later found in Santa Ana. 
The castle was vacated in 1960 following the construction of new buildings to replace it. Local citizens were invited to buy anything they'd like from the castle, and I'm not talking about, like, regular items. Literally, people were taking fireplaces, molding, roof tiles. One restaurant in Sacramento took a staircase. (laughs) How do you just take a staircase? (laughs) I don't know. I don't I tried to look up pictures of the staircase too, and I couldn't even find it. And I'm like, they slowly, like this- slowly take it apart and like literally take it. That's interesting. I- so weird. About a decade after its evacuation, President Castle was named a California Historical Landmark and added to the National Register of Historical Places. In 1999, the newer buildings, which were still in use, were renamed to Preston Youth Correctional Facility. In 2001, the Preston Castle Foundation began its restoration of the original Preston Castle. And then in 2010, it was announced that the correctional facility was going to close for good. The following year, a closing ceremony was held. So, needless to say, given its horrifying history, Preston Castle is believed by many, many people to be haunted. And, needless to say, as with most, most haunted in areas, there's not actually that much ghost stories. So let me share with a little bit I was able to find. I hate that shit. I yeah. looked up specifically most haunted in California. And what do I get? A little haunting. That's very true. Okay. I found, I, I like kind of struggled to do uh, for this topic too. As I did find like some most like haunted places. But like there wasn't any actual like ghost stories. I feel like it's always the opposite. It's the ones that don't declare themselves the most haunted that have, like, crazy stories. Right. Like, I actually found this one of this house, which was number two on my list. Um, Uh I was really interested. They said it was the most, like, haunted place in L.A. where, like, a bunch of murders occurred in that house. But there's no actual, like, ghost stories. I guess it was just more spooky um, to know that that many people, like, died in that house. Maybe they mean more like it's haunting the environment. Maybe. Like, I not think actually so. haunted. I think so. But I'm like, you guys don't know what I'm looking for here. Like, this is this this is not very helpful. Like I literally read in one article that they said it's like super eerie. Yeah. And then that's it. That's all they mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> I was able to find a tiny, tiny little bit. So the most commonly reported ghost setting is that of Anna Corbin, who is said to wander through the halls of the castle. Witnesses have also seen and heard doors slamming around the castle on their own, seen objects falling, heard disembodied voices, and experienced ghostly physical contact. I'm guessing like touching them. Creepy. That's like yours, but not as much. <laughs> not as freaking harsh. Violent. Yeah, no, I think it, I don't think it's violent. <laughs> While working for the Preston Castle Foundation in 2014, one man reported a paranormal experience he'd had with a tour guide. He claims that they were helping set up for an outdoor movie night and that he and the guide were walking around a parking lot when he says, Suddenly I heard from what I would describe as a calm adult male voice about six feet behind me state my first name. I turned and looked and she and I were the only two people in the parking lot. So of course my initial reaction was, I'm cracking up. I looked at her and asked, did you just hear something? And she said, yes, I heard somebody say your name. And I looked around and said, who? And she said, there's no one here. And I said, yeah, exactly. There's no one here. That's the only time that's ever happened to me. So, found that one at least. Damn. One person. That's, I mean, that is a pretty fucking creepy yeah, one. Yeah, that's super creepy. <laughs> I'd be like, and we're running to where everyone else is now. 
Currently, the Preston Castle Foundation is working to restore, rehabilitate, and utilize the historical landmark. They plan to perhaps later use the property as like an event center, culinary school and restaurant, boutique hotel, museum, retail shops, and maybe even some office space. Like I said, this is a big fucking castle. <laughs> the full cost of restoring the castle ranges upwards of $30 million. Damn. I know I wasn't expecting that. I was like, maybe $5 million? No. To be fair, their fucking, even their staircases were taken, so I don't know. <laughs> They've already made some renovations, including adding new roofs, installing fire hydrants out front, and installing outdoor lighting. Preston Castle currently offers both guided and self-guided tours. They also have a nighttime paranormal investigation tour, which costs $500 for a group of one to five. Sheesh. And I'm like, bro, for that price, I better fucking see several ghosts. I swear to God. Better get touched. <laughs> I know. I'm like, touch my arm. Give me a high five. And I'm like, imagine doing that with one person, too. Just $500 by yourself. That's crazy. They don't do it by person. They do it groups. <laughs> they also have a yearly Halloween haunted house event. But they do specify that this is a fun haunt walkthrough and not historical tour of the castle. So I think that they, like, add extra scary shit. Um, yeah, that is my story. I will maybe be adding the daytime tour to my bucket list, <laughs> but certainly not that fucking $500 one. We need to go do some of the San Diego spooky stuff. I know. We need, I'll look up Whaley House soon. This is such a long episode. I'm so sorry, everyone. I don't even think I could cut that much out. We were like actually talking the entire time. Don't be sorry. They'll enjoy it. Everyone just stopped it before we got to this point. They won't even hear this. Well, whoever made it this far, I appreciate you. Yeah, so thank you, Alaris and Kyla. <laughs> Maybe Leah. Maybe my mom. Maybe Leah. <laughs> oh, my mom also or your texted friend, me. Sam. Oh, Sammy, yeah. Oh, Sammy would. Yeah, she's, she's a real one. My mom finally let me know the name that she liked from a few weeks ago was Brayden. Ah. Uh. But she said she's a month behind. <laughs> so she hasn't heard any of the others. Fair enough. So we'll fair see. enough. I mean, Sam is her dad's name. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But... I don't know how I feel about Sam. It's it's a nice name. Like, I'm not hating on anyone named Sam. But I don't know. You're if hating it's... on my grandpa no, Sam. No, I am not. It would just take me a while to get used to because I'd want to call you grandpa. But then it would be kind of funny to call you grandpa. <laughs> so I'm not opposed to it at the same time. <laughs> my younger grandpa Sam. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't um, know about that one. We'll see. I'll make the docket thing soon. Or not the docket, the bracket soon. I'll have to have you send me a picture of the list and we can make it. Down. <laughs> but uh, if any of you want to email us what names you're liking, Elijah, Arlo, Andy's out, Sam though, uh, <laughs> you can email us at thespookyshit.pod at gmail.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are spookyshit underscore pod. Our website is spookyshit-pod.com. Do you have anything else to add, Elijah? Um, I hope you have a good day. I hope you have a good day, too. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. We'll uh, catch you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.